Hey, sports fans! Welcome to our podcast exclusive OTR Sidelines, where we step off the court and have off the record conversations with our friends from the sports media industry. Migs Bustos, Chesco Liton Kalau. OTR Sidelines. This is off the record. Hello, online world. Hello, OTR. Welcome to a special episode of Off the Record with Migs. And Cheska, and hello, Migs. I feel like I haven't seen your face in forever. <laughs> I know, I know. It's been How so many you? weeks. I'm doing good. I hope you're well. Also, looking great, Cheska. And I'm always thrilled to have you know your mga special episode. Dagento usually Cheska nagrecord ng tay for our OTR sidelines, but now mm-hmm. it's great seeing you again. We are still technically on a break. This is not our season opener, but you know we really couldn't pass up the opportunity to interview our guest for tonight. And I'm so excited because I haven't seen her since March 2020. Ladies and gentlemen, on a special episode of Off the Record, our guest for tonight recently got the green light to play for the Philippine national volleyball team. Please welcome Kalei Mao. Hi, guys. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. All right. As I mentioned earlier, the last time I saw you was in March 2020. The last time Philippine audiences saw you play was in the PSL conference that got cut short because of the pandemic. So let's pick up where you left off. What exactly happened to you? Where did you end up going? What did you end up doing after the conference was cut? So when the conference was cut, I still had hope that we would somehow um, be able to pick back up again. So I stayed around in Manila for about four months after we got um, suspended from the for the pandemic. So I stayed in Manila up until June. And then when June came around, I thought it would be best for me to go back home uh, to Oahu, Hawaii, to be back with my family. And there I would train and things. And ever since then, I haven't been able to get back and like actually know for certain that we would start up again until just recently. So I'm really excited to come back. Kali, can you take us through the process of maybe your own personal process? What was what was it been like ever since you went home? Uh, I know you're playing for a club in Puerto Rico. Uh, and uh, can you tell us more about that experience, uh, the year that has passed? Yeah, well, the process kind of stayed the same. I was really just working on um, staying conditioned and in shape and strong, maintaining my body. I was ex- actually taking advantage of the rest um, for a big portion of the year that I was home. I was really wanting to rest my shoulder and my uh, my feet that like I'm usually on every day. It was something so different that we had to really adjust to, which was the free time and all, the lack of volleyball and, you know, those mandatory trainings. It was all meant to just like, I guess, bring out your true character and, and, and really test you as an athlete of how bad do you want it? If you really want it, then you're going to be doing it. Non, but you know it's gonna continue in your routine so one thing for me um the way that i got here in puerto rico i just was kind of i was kind of like getting a little bit sad because i was going so long without volleyball and i thought i miss competing like if there is an uh, an opportunity for me to go back and and compete at a high level and maybe get better work on this sport um 
then I, I might take it and really consider it. So that's actually how I ended up playing in Puerto Rico. I just kind of opened my options and said, okay, so you're going to have a league, a two-month league. If you want me, count me in because I really miss competing and playing. And, uh, okay, I, I've seen you on the court enough to know that, yes, that competitive fire is definitely blazing inside you. But also, you still manage to do this with a smile on your face. Uh, even when you, okay, I've seen your IG stories. When you were still in Hawaii, you were working out with your family, with your friends. It was consistent. You were helping uh, your friends get into shape as well. Um, can you talk about the kind of discipline that it takes to still have that mindset? Because don't get me wrong. I mean, if I were stuck in Hawaii, I would be on the beach all day, every day, eating everything. <laughs> eating pokey all day. <laughs> but you still made it a point to keep your fitness as your top priority. So uh, can you talk about, you know, the kind of routine that you got yourself into, the kind of workouts, and getting everyone around you into it as well. Yeah, so, I mean, I work so hard when I'm away from home for my family because I love making them proud. It's just one of my favorite performance. Look, the, the best feeling in the world is to see your family, like, look and be like, wow, we did such a good job with her. So being at home is so inspiring and motivating to me to work hard in front of them. Now is not my time to just come home and, and be lazy and not make anything out of myself. And so when I went home, I was doing my normal routine. I worked out in my garage. I did everything that I needed to succeed. And people that I grew, like a lot of friends that I grew up with, my mom, my aunties, um, my sister, some of my sister's friends, they're like, Kalei, we, we want to get better with you. Like, we never get to have you home. So since we're home, we'd love to join and get better with you. So it actually started that way. And then, Cheska, you know especially how passionate of a competitor and an athlete that I am when I play. I needed to feel something that I was passionate about while volleyball was gone, when I didn't have volleyball. And so being able to help people and, and be a teammate again, it felt, it felt like success. It felt so good. It felt like winning a game. Like when somebody told me, you know, Kalei, you're really inspiring me to lose weight or just to be better and healthier and eat good. That actually felt like something close to winning a championship. It's all, it's like that. And I'm like, okay, now I know why people do the things that they do. It's because they're passionate about it. Kalei, speaking of drive, of course, the recent news is Kalei Mao is now eligible to play for the Philippines. Can you describe the, 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 maybe the thought process? And we're talking about processes, right? What was happening in, happening rather behind the scenes and then eventually to this decision by the FIVB to consider you to play for the Philippines? Yeah, so it well, it all started with my when my mom was able to um, prove her citizenship um, that she had from when she was younger because she was born in the Philippines. Um, that's when the process actually started. So around two, 2019 is actually when papers started getting filled out and sent around. And then finally, Sir Tots, um, Mr. Susara, 
he really like when he became the president of the federation he made it clear that he was going to do everything he could to help me to you know bring my dream to life which is competing and and representing the philippines and so once he he started getting involved in the process um things got really pushed like it it went through and i woke up for um from an email saying that my uh or, origin of uh, federation has been changed to the philippines and i was just ecstatic i was like wait this means i could play in a sea games this means i could play in an olympic like you know qualifier for the for asian like leagues and i'm just it's just such a surreal feeling because as as an athlete and especially somebody that has grown closer and stronger to my philippine roots it's i couldn't ask for anything more and speaking of philippine roots i know i i know you've been asked this i'm sure you've been asked this but what do you miss the most about the philippines right now to be honest i miss my team i miss f2 i miss our training i miss getting better like i realized so much that my energy has so much to do with the way that i that we work in the gym in f2 like it's so, they're they're my life they give me life and i miss them i miss seeing their faces jo my joy i miss meeting <laughs> with abby i miss joking around with kiana and kim and ara like i just miss my girls mm. Well, what is it like, you know, uh, maybe developing as a player? You mentioned that uh, F2 is a big influence on you. Now, what is it like uh, maybe from, of course, Captain Abby, you know, her influence, being a vocal leader, also your peers? How do they become, how do they make you become better, uh, like, like a better player? Well, they they have really high expectations for me. Like whenever I make a mistake, they all look at me like, that's not normal. Like, why are you doing that, Calais? Be better. Like they just automatically make me better than I already actually think I am. And so that just rises the level of my competition in the gym, I think. And I think them viewing me that way makes and forces me to be a leader. It forces me to be um, almost errorless during games because I'm in, I play a role that's very important to them and I don't want to let them down. So I really think they have a big, they have a lot to do with my progress as a volleyball player. But of yeah. course, since you are also eligible to play for the national team, we we need to know the Calais timeline. Obviously, you're in Puerto Rico right now. So yes. what what can we expect from you in the coming months? So the league that I'm playing in right now, the finals actually will be starting around last week of, of no, the last week of July. So this month, we should be getting into the playoffs. And then, um, so usually it's best out of seven here for the finals match. And it could possibly, it, it could take from mid-August to late August. And so I just, I, I can't name a date. I haven't been able to just because it's completely out of our control. Kalei, your fans might be wondering, what's life like in Puerto Rico? Life? With me, is always good. <laughs> Every place that I've been, um, I bring the best out of it for myself because I just know what makes me happy and I do it anyways. Um, mm -hmm. But Puerto Rico is just such a different culture. The, the people here are 
great. They're, they love and they're so passionate about volleyball. So it's actually really like, it's really cutthroat. Like I, I miss being an import because it will never allow you to get comfortable. True. Like, I can, like if I have an off game, I need to come back the next game and have the best game of my life because it's not, nothing is secure here. You have to bring your A game every single day. So mm. I being here, my life is just constantly, honestly been volleyball. Just like right. recovery is just as important as the training. So I'm taking a lot of time for my body, but also my mind. Like I, I'm taking advantage a lot of the ocean because as you know, I'm very connected to the land and the ocean, the water. So on my off days, I really like to bring myself back into my own body and my own mind and spirit and just enjoy the outdoors. Mm. Okay. So for my next question, I only asked because I didn't get to watch this, but what was your first competitive game like since the pandemic? Yeah. Because obviously, the, was there rust? Did you just jump into it and just do what you usually do? What was it like for you? Guys, I, I think I went and had like 23 kills in, <laughs> in the first game of the season. We played, I played against Destiny Hooker, who's <laughs> an Olympian for the USA national team back in the day. She's incredible. I blocked her and I stood at the net and went like <laughs> That's how we do it over there in the Philippines. And I totally forgot. I was like, oh my God, wait, other people don't do that. that that's the fight. And I totally forgot. Like I, I had to like tell her after the game, I'm like, I respect you. You're an amazing <laughs> athlete. I'm sorry I've been playing in the Philippines for so long that you know, you're playing against your friends on the other side of the net that I forgot that the swagger doesn't count here. Like it's just <laughs> It's hilarious. So, and then my teammates were like, "Kalei, why did you do that to Destiny?" I was like, "I don't know." Force of habit. Force of habit. I actually got I got rid of that habit. Like here, I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna get a kill. I'm gonna get a straight down block, and I'm just gonna celebrate on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's Julianne, also known as Yen. You might know me from TikTok, where I post content about wisdom, wellness, and stories to inspire. Join me in my podcast at Journey with Julianne for even more content on how both you and I can nourish our mind, body, and spirit on this journey called life. I look forward to growing with you. Listen to Journey with Julianne whenever you listen to your podcast. Check me out after listening to this one. You mentioned it briefly earlier. It's cutthroat. It's uh, people are passionate about volleyball. But with it, in terms of gameplay, what have you observed? Incredible. Differences and similarities. Incre There's just big, powerful hitters. Like I am. I've really had to come a long way with my vertical and the way that I reach high. Like these blocks, guys. I just I haven't seen it since Jaja and Dindin played in Photon against me um, at UVC. So I'm like, I really had to adjust as a hitter again that I can't just go over blocks anymore. I have to actually get up and rip it either off the hands or underneath the block four to four or off the hands because 
hear the competition and the hitters, they are just top of the line. Like we got, we have some of the best imports here playing in Puerto Rico. They're, you know, all of their, um, all of the Puerto Rican national players, um, they got to stay home and play in this, in this league. So every single game, like it's possible to go to five sets. People, you know, I have my, we got our opposite. She usually plays in Russia. My other outside hitter, she plays in Spain usually. So we just have a lot of great volleyball in the gym at all times. It's great. Uh, when you talk about your adjustments uh, with how different the game is in the Philippines and how you had to switch up your game a little bit when it comes to playing in Puerto Rico, but of course, season after season, conference after conference, you still have to adjust in certain ways. And even more so now that you're playing internationally again and you get to come back with, uh, with all that experience, with all the new experience and bring it to the Philippines. So, so far in your time in Puerto Rico, what can you say is probably the most um, beneficial adjustment or thing that you learned that you can show the Philippine team when you start training? <laughs> One thing that I, I, I'm going to take with me definitely is the defense in, in Philippines is incredible like i learned my defensive game in the philippines hands down it's just the hitters are so smart they're not so big but they're so quick and fast but here in puerto rico the the hitters are so so physical like we got six six five girls on the on the right side pin we have six three outside hitters here we got six seven middle blockers out here it's just it you have to really adjust. So one thing I'm gonna take back to the Philippines is probably playing a, a a more pinched in defense because running fast, like the transition to getting a dig and running that back row pipe that I love to hit, Cheska, you know that. I think that's one thing that I'm gonna be able to do back in the Philippines really a lot better. Kale, as of uh, airing this interview, the PVL season has already started. Just want to get your thoughts on the general volleyball landscape now that it has two leagues have merged. Although F2 will not be playing this conference, but I just want to get your thoughts on maybe some of the friends that you gained along the way from other teams also. At the same time, you know, what are your thoughts on this uh, brand new PBL season? Well, one thing I was told when I first got to the Philippines is, oh, the PSL and the PBL would never merge. And I was like, why not? It's volleyball. Like, why wouldn't you want to have the best of the best playing with the best, you know, and playing all together? So I think it's such a great idea to have merged these leagues because it only pays, you know, it's going to only be beneficial to us players that we get to see someone else on the net that we maybe haven't played against since college or, oh, this team has a different, you know, the leagues had such different styles of play at at first, from when I was in the PSL, I used to, you know, turn on the TV and there would be the PBO. And I'm like, oh, okay. A lot of different style hitters, a lot of, you know, smaller college hitters, but very smart. I've always loved to watch Gemma Galanza on the outside. I'm like, if she came to the P the PSL, I wonder how she would do, you know? So I think a lot of it, it's going to be a just new and fresh volleyball. That's what Philippines needs, especially after this pandemic. They're going to see some of their favorite 
players on the court at the same time against each other. It's going to be great. All right. Thank you so much for your time, Kale. But before we let you go, we know that you just released a song. Uh, what what fans love about Kale's uh, Instagram or her IG stories is that you're always treated to a musical number every now and then. So hopefully uh, we got a little snippet of uh, your song. You want to talk about it? You want to tell us about it? For sure. So this right now we're we're taking this we're doing this uh interview on july 16th which is the date that my new single island home is released on so wait it's actually july 17th there in the philippines is but it's it? it's still oh, yeah. <laughs> I, we're getting I'm in, puerto rico and, I'm in puerto rico and it's july 15th right now so i'm still waiting for the release but Yes, it's out right now on digital platforms. Island Home by Lei Mao. Go check it out. And I would love for you to listen and vibe out and just see the way that I sing for my hometown in in Hawaii. So just a little snippet, if that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. fans who have been waiting to see you back in action who have just been following you on instagram and the social media uh please uh do you have a message for everyone yes i just want to say thank you so much for your constant love and support i appreciate it and so do all of us volleyball players we are so excited to get back out on the court and compete for you guys especially I get to wear the philippine flag on my on my chest on my jersey and i'm so proud to be able to represent the country. So thank you guys so much. Kale, follow-up question. What will you be looking forward to the most when you rep Philippines on your jersey? Winning a medal. What else? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Kale. Now, everyone, and this has been a special episode of Off the Record with Migs and Cheska. And don't worry, we will be back soon, Migs. Yes, soon, <laughs> soon, soon. Come August, we'll be back. Right. We'll be back. All right. So there you have it. Thank you so much, Kalei Mal, for joining us Thank here for you. our special episode of Off the Record. Once again, this is Off the Record with Migs and Cheska, and we will see you guys in next the month. next <laughs> month, next episode. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks, Kalei. Thank you.
The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. <laughs>